0: Welcome back to Divinity 648. It is April the 24th, 2022 at 1110 p.m. So I was working with some ancestors. You know, I I took a break from uh, regular responsibilities, seeing how it's very late. And I sat down to watch this show called The Secret. And episode, uh, season one, episode two is The Finks. And when I was sitting there and my ancestor came around, my ancestor said it's time to connect the dots, right? Um, earlier episodes, I talk about Ra and then I talk about Horace and my channeling of Horace and how Horace was a female, which is why Horace would... Um, one of the stories of Horace was putting the hand in between the legs to catch the sperm in between the legs to prevent an unwanted pregnancy, right? So the sphinx is the embodiment of both raw being the head, which was um, disfigured through time, and the body of the, the lion, right, or the feline, right, the representation of a female, being Horus, okay? And before them, the, foundation, the formation is the 12 zodiac houses, and then the 24 runes. And what would happen is they would use the eyes of Horus being the sun and the moon, to show them the current energy and what's to come and, and all the expectations. And the, the way that the solstice and the equinox energy was uh, incorporated is because all of that has to do with karma, right? If you pay attention to the past readings, I'm doing readings on equinox energy. I'm talking about solstice energy, the way that our karmic lessons are impacted by all of this and how the four uh, primary quarters of the moon impact our karmic cycles and the, it gives us um, the energy that we need to transform, to ascend, to be better people, right? To get through our karmic cycles correctly so we don't have to repeat it. So when you incorporate the fact that Horus is the female version of Ra and the body of the Sphinx is Horus and the head wearing the headdress is Ra and then you incorporate the fact that you can um, see that that formation includes 12, 24, and then the the blocks or the, the rocks that would help with solstice and equinox. It, it's literally your zodiac chart, like the, the houses and the ruins and the way that the karmic energy unfolds in the cycle so that way the people understood what's to come. It's the way that they predicted the future. And the reason why the water was allowed to pool up around the Sphinx is because water is a conductor for energy, okay? They believed that by having so much water around the Sphinx, it was um, conducting or allowing the necessary information to come through so that way the, the way the shadows casted around the formations before it, it gave a true authentic reading with the use of house placements and ruins and solstice and equinox energy. The three pyramids, pyramids embody what? What are pyramids? Pyramids are very powerful, right? You put something at the base of a pyramid and it gets amplified. So there's three power of Trin, right? Trin, right? The power of three. We understand the, 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 the meaning, the the spiritual meaning of the number three and all that it embodies, right? All that it represents. That's why there's three, the power of three, okay? Amplifies, okay? The energy that is conducted through the water, which is around the union of both the feminine and masculine side of our creators, Ra, and his feminine side, Horus. Right? God sees everything. Karma, all of this plays a huge role over there. So, again, this is the era of not just accumulating information, but connecting the dots, applying the knowledge that you have. You know, not being so worried about, oh God, we can't have ancient history depicting the fact that ruins were actually used to predict and govern and explain how life was unfolding around everybody, right? So I think it's important that people understand that. And this information came to me through a channeling while watching the show without even asking for it. Um, and I think that's important to understand too. Being chosen means you're chosen. Being chosen means when you are not looking for information and you are just, you know, I'm just taking a break from, from you know, court stuff it's 11 o'clock at night. I just need to to rest my eyes from a computer screen. And here on the side of me is my ancestor explaining what they're not getting correct in this TV show. And I think that is something, um, a validation and, and something warranted to be presented to the general public correctly, right? So the Sphinx, is genuinely the embodiment of both the masculine side and the feminine side of our creators. Our main creator, Ra and Horace, who sees all during the day and sees all at night, which is why karma always comes back around, which is why we say God never sleeps. Apply the knowledge that you have. Twelve zodiac houses. 24 runes. solstice equinox, karma, four quarters of the moon. six four eight, six minutes, 48 seconds ending this episode. So if you want to understand more, um, you could definitely look back at past episodes where I talk about Horus. And um, solstice and equinox energy, and the way that the four quarters of the moon impact us as far as karmic cycles go. And if you don't do the work during the four quarters of the moon, you're going to deal with the energy on a more um, amplified level, thus being equinox and solstice. Okay. Um, you might want to go check out uh, Empress Lillian Tarot on YouTube. She talks about the runes. She's got several episodes where she talks about the 12 houses and how to use the runes with the houses and the way that it impacts um, the different placements. So definitely an awesome person to go check out. I know she offers classes too if you need better understandings of the way to apply um, the runes with the different houses. Enjoy.